How you doing, Rock family? Happy Sunday, happy Sunday. We want to welcome everybody to the Rock Church. My name is Miles, pastor of the Rock Church. Welcome to church. I am confident God is going to bless you. We've been praying for you, praying that God would challenge you um, and that God is going to stretch you. We want God to stretch us. We are in the middle of an amazing series, Kingdom Builders. You just saw an amazing story about the Lawson family and how God is using them to build the kingdom. And that could be you. And I know that's a lot of you are like that anyway, but God is going to include many more of you in building the kingdom of God. So let's get on our knees and pray. Get us to get on our knees. If you're sitting down on your couch, laying in your bed, wherever you're at, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you so much for um, November. Thank you that the year is ending, but we get to serve and bless San Diego through this Thanksgiving Christmas season. Thank you for the All In series and pray that you would challenge us, stir us up in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's get your Bibles out. Church, let's get your Bibles out. We are going to get into Jeremiah one more time. On the count of three, say word. One, two, three, say word. Turn to Jeremiah 29. Old Testament prophet, Jeremiah 29. Jeremiah 29. I have a uh, six-year-old grandson, and he is the man. I mean, he's just awesome most of the time. But every now and then, something comes over him. I don't want to say it's spiritual, but if it is, it's demonic. But he's a six-year-old kid. Six-year-old kids, they kind of lose their mind every now and then, and he goes cray-cray, and we're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. I have a daughter who, when she don't get her food, it's like Halloween. She turns into a whole nother creature. My wife, when she don't, at 7.30 at night, when it's time to go to bed, it's like Cinderella. She got to get her carriage and ride home because she's going to turn into a pumpkin. And then right about 8 o'clock, she's hitting the pillow. 8 o'clock, she's like 8th grader, 6th grader, going to bed at 8 o'clock. And she cuddles up and she says, Watch the master work, and she is out. It's amazing how people change when they don't get food, they don't get sleep, they don't get the rest. If there is one thing that can throw your house off kilter, is if God does not have access to your house. We're in week two of this Kingdom Builder series, and we've been talking about how God needs to have access to your heart, your home, and your hood. So let me review a little bit. The kingdom of God is a place where God rules. Any place where God rules. It's not a place over there. Remember, he, Jesus said, pray that thy kingdom come on earth just as it is in heaven. So we want God to rule here where people feel loved, they feel blessed, they're bountifully blessed, forgiven, reconciled, restored. Awesome. That's the kingdom of God. A builder is a developer, an increaser, an expander, an enhancer, and a multiplier. So what we're talking about is how can we expand and increase where God blesses people, how God blesses people. So we're doing three ways. Number one, we're going to give God all in access to our heart. That's what we talked about last week right here. Here's our heart. When we walked through this door, if you weren't here last week, you got to get the, watch the video we're giving God all in access to our heart. We did that last week. Today, we're going to talk about all in access to our home. And then next week, all in access 
to our hood. What's the point? The reason we're doing this is because we want to be a blessing to the city. We don't, not only do we want to be blessed, but we want to be blessed so we can be a blessing. Every November, we teach on generosity. Every month we have a theme throughout the year. November is generosity, leading into the end of the year, leading into us giving so we can do our Toys for Joy event. Last week we served 18,000 kids and parents, food, clothes, toys, uh, the gospel. We fed them, sent them home with food. This year we're going to do a drive through They're all going to get a 30-pound box of food and toys and all kind of good stuff. Uh, we're also looking to develop and remodel a strip club that we bought, used to be called the Body Shop, is going to be called the Freedom Center. And it's going to be a place for tra to transition victims of human trafficking. We are going to increase the number of beds for victims of human trafficking by 20% here in San Diego. Just that one place. So if you want to be part of that, that's what we're talking about. How can we do that? We need money. We need resources. I was trying to raise $3 million. Next week and the week after, we're taking a special offering to fund these things. So we're going to fund Toys for Joy. We're going to fund the Freedom Center. We're going to fund a, a new campus for our Chula Vista site. We're trying to get a building where we can have church, but also have a dream center. And in that dream center, we can collect food, clothes, and, and goods that big box uh, stores can't sell. We can collect it and then give it away. We're not going to sell it. We're just going to give it away. It's like Toys for Joy every day. So some of you have resources and money to help us buy these places and remodel. But some of you have contacts where we can get uh, uh, resources from big box stores or, or clothing stores or food stores and food uh, banks where we can get food out and help people. So that's what we're doing. So the first step, God has to get our heart. If God doesn't have your heart, he can't do it. Right? We want God to have a heart. Then after that, he, he's got to get a home. We've got to do this as a family. And then after that, he can be, a, this is what we're going to talk about next week, he can be a blessing to our hood, neighborhood, through our church. We don't want to just have church to be having church. We want to be a vessel through which God blesses the kingdom. God bless the kingdom. We're also going to start an online platform. Y'all watch Netflix. Everyone got Netflix. When you go on Netflix, you have all these movies. Well, we're going to start our own digital platform where we're going to have all our ministries on demand, online, every day. It takes a lot of money. However, we can reach a lot of people. We can reach a lot of people right on their phone. Amen. So that's the vision. You'll see a video here in a few minutes about all the stuff we're trying to do. But this series is designed to not only inform you of what's going on, but to prepare you to say, I want to financially invest in that. I want to invest my contacts in that to get it done because it takes resources to fuel the vision. Our goal is three million. We believe God's going to do a COVID-19 boom offering. So let's get into the word. We talked last week about Jeremiah is a prophet. He is writing a letter to the Israelites that have been taken captive. Israelites were in Jerusalem. Babylon took them captive in three deportations, kidnapped and actually take, took them to Babylon. Jeremiah is in Jerusalem prophesying, saying, y'all need to repent, y'all need to repent. And after the third deportation happened, Jeremiah writes a letter to them and says to them, y'all going to be there 70 years, so get comfortable. And he tells them, as we talked about last week, seek God with your whole heart. This week, build houses and develop your families. Next week we'll look at, he said, pray for the peace of the city. 
So that's what we want to do. Listen, we really are citizens of heaven. Amen. But we want to be a blessing right here and pray that God's kingdom would bless people here. That's what all these, this vision is about. How do we bless San Diego and beyond? And so we're going to look at how can God, how can we give God all access to our heart? So number one, we got, we're going to give God all access to our heart. Number two, we're going to give God all access to our home. And number three, we're going to give God all access to our neighborhood. Look what it says. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 4. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all who were carried away captive, whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and dwell in them. Plant gardens and eat their fruit. Take wives and beget sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husbands so that they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply that you may increase there and not be diminished. So what he's telling them is that flourish. What we want to talk about is how you flourish spiritually. If you want to be a true kingdom builder, your whole family has got to be on board. If you're going to invest in San Diego, if you're going to volunteer in San Diego, I can't tell you enough. Listen, involve your family. So number one, give God all in access to your labels. The labels you call your family, especially your kids. Look what it says in Deuteronomy 1 to 2. This is the commandment. These are the statutes and judgments which the Lord your God has commanded you to teach you, that you may observe them in the land which you are crossing over to possess, that you may fear the Lord your God to keep his statutes and his commandments which I command you, you and your son and your grandson all the days of your life that your days may be prolonged. You know what he says? If you want your days to be prolonged, if you want to live a long life, if you want to live a happy life, by the way, living a long life is not necessarily good if all your days are sad. But you want to live a long, blessed life. Doesn't mean you're not going to have drama. You're going to have drama. But if you can learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, (laughs) if you can learn to get used to God doing this with your life, like a roller coaster, but he, teaches, he tells them, teach your kids and your, and your grandkids the word of God. And one of the things about the word of God that our kids need to understand is their identity. It is one thing to know information about God. God loves me. He wants to bless me. God wants to use me. It's another thing to know his identity. Because what you call someone establishes a filter through which you can see them. It establishes a cap on what you will expect from them and what they will expect from themselves. In other words, if you tell someone they're dumb, you will never see smart. If you call someone ugly, they will never see pretty. And then they, you will never see it, and they will start to believe it. They will live down to the label you give them. So when he talks about teaching your kids the word, not only do you teach the kids information about God, but you need to teach information about who they are. Because if you tell me I am a conqueror, if you tell me I'm anointed, if you tell me I'm called, if you tell me I'm forgiven, oh, I'm ready to go. But if you tell me God loves me but I'm a jerk, 
You tell me God wants to bless me, but I'm, but I'm, a, but I'm, a, I'm an orphan or I'm, I don't belong, I'm not loved, then it doesn't make a difference. But if you tell me and you give me a label that is consistent with how God sees me. Imagine if you called your kids biblical titles and you ingrained in their mind and in their heart the highest view of themselves that God has on them. That's bringing God into your house. That's saying, God, because if you do that and say, God, I'm giving you all in access to my labels that I give my kids and then I use them on my wife and on my, on my family. Now I'm raising the potential of what we can do and believe for ourselves. But if everybody is low, if everybody's dumb and ugly and stupid and, and lazy, this is, what, this is what you'll get from them. Because this is what you're expecting and this is the expectation you're putting on them and that's the expectation they're going to have of themselves. But if you say, no, you are anointed, you are called, you are gifted, you are, you are talented, you have destiny, you have an inheritance. All of a sudden, the, the potential is unlimited. It comes from the word of God. Number two, give God all in access to your ministry focus of your family. Um, Cajon Valley School District here in San Diego, I got, had the privilege of working with them and they have this curriculum called World of Works. And they are teaching kids from kindergarten about their talents and their gifts and getting these kids to understand their strengths from Strength Finder and to know here's my talent and here's the career that my talents can be used in from little kids. They have kids in second grade giving TED Talks. Why? Because these kids, one, have a correct label of who they are. They understand their identity and they are learning more and more about their identity and their strengths. And therefore that is fueling and directing their activity. <laughs> Imagine if your kids and your family, everybody in your family knew, this is how God made me. If this is how God made me, this is the activity I should be engaging in. This is, this is where God has access. Imagine God said, you told God, God, tell me what I should call my kids. Tell me what, what I, how I should refer to my wife, my husband. And now, how can I direct them to actually do ministry? So when we say we're going to go feed the poor, you go, oh, well, we could do that. We, we want to go help people from human trafficking. We want to do that. We want to do some ministry online. Oh, I can do that. We need money to give and, and to fuel this building. And we need connections to get food and clothes and toys and resources and school supplies to teachers from companies that can't sell the school supplies. We want to give them away. You say, oh, I, I can do that. I can organize that. I can administrate that. As soon as you put your talent in the right activity, that's when you will enter into the joy of the Lord. Look what it says in, in 2 Corinthians 5.16. Therefore, 2 Corinthians 5.16. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Here's what he says. I don't want to know you only as my cousin, my neighbor, someone who goes to church. I don't want to know you at that level. I want to know you at God's level. I want to see you as God sees you. I'm going to refer to you as God refers to you. I want to encourage you like to do what God's called you to do, not what you believe you can do. And then he says... Therefore, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. Behold, all things have become new. Forget your old self. I, listen, I used, to, I used to do cocaine and curse all the time and, you know, hang out in the club and do all that. God said, oh, no, I don't see you. Now that, that, that's gone. Imagine if I thought about myself that way. 
<laughs> well, I wouldn't be here. I mean, a heap of trouble. I have to now think about myself the way God sees me. Now, God always saw me this way then. I just didn't know it. And nobody around me knew it. So he says, therefore, the old is gone. When God got access to my heart, which we talked about last week, now he has access to my family because once he had access to me, I could bring that access into my home. And then he says, all, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. All things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their sins to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. God wants us to share his word of reconciliation to the world. When we do Toys for Joy, it's not about giving a toy. It's about helping people understand how much God loves them. Say, listen, we're giving you to this, this toy in Jesus' name. You need, to get, you need to get reconciled to him. When we open up our Freedom Center, there are women out there who are victims of human trafficking. We not only want to get them off the street, we want to love them in Jesus' name. When we do our digital and develop this digital platform, we want to reach people that are all over the world with the gospel and to show them what you're doing so they can do in their community what we're doing in this community. These are, these are all the things. We, we do our building down in Chula Vista. We want to give not only our campus a home, but we want to have a conduit to give resources to people all year long. We want to be blessing all year long. He has given us the message. He has not given us the, the task of having a church service. This is, this is the conduit through which we reach the neighborhood, which is what the hood is about. So, number three, give God all in access to your private space. Now I'm getting ready to get into your business. Come, darling, as my grandma would say. Come, darling. When you give God all in access to your home, you're saying, hey, God, I got, I got, a, I got a, a little closet over here that I got some stuff and nobody knows. Not even my wife. I'm going to let you see it. Huh, for real? Hey, I got, I, got, I, got, I got stuff in my mattress, underneath my mattress. I got stuff up here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I got stuff on my, on my internet that no one knows, my phone that I look at and no one knows. That's giving God to your secret place. What's your secret place? If you let God in your house and, and let him dictate how you refer to everybody, let him dictate how y'all minister in the community. You say, God, we're, gonna, we're not going to sit around and watch TV all day. We're going to go serve in the community. You know there's a lot of people five minutes from you that don't have what you have. They have a whole different life than you. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you live south of the 8 or north of the 8. South of the 56, north of the 56. South of the 50, the 94, north of the 94. Wherever you live, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Or, 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 or east or west of the 15. We, we got all the freeways. Let me tell you, I know all, all the neighborhoods. I've been there, been there, been there. No matter where you live, there is somebody five, ten minutes from you that got a whole lot less than you. And are you, are you one of those people who say, I got mine, I'm good. Let God get in your house and clean out your house. I guarantee you have clothes, guarantee, guarantee you have clothes you can give away. I guarantee you have clothes and shoes someone else would love to have that you don't wear. Guaranteed. 
I don't care how poor you are. Guarantee. Guarantee God has given you an ability to be a blessing to somebody else. Why would you hold that back? He has to get in your house. He has to first get in your heart and then he gets in your house. So we're going to pray. And after we pray, um, I'm going to walk through that door and I want you to walk through it with me. And what I mean by that is I want you to say, Lord, I'm giving you access to my house. First my heart and then my house. And I want you to look around your house and say, how can God be glorified in all the stuff in my house? The resources I have, the opportunities I have. You can use your house for a, a, a small group. Why not? Clean it up. <laughs> Clean it up. Invite some people over. You say, well, I don't want them to see my house. Clean your house up. Then you'll want them to see your house. So I'm going to pray for you that God would have full access to your home, especially those secret places in your home. And I'm going to pray that the Holy Spirit kind of nudge you when you're in that secret place that nobody knows and you're doing that little McNasty thing that you do, that the Holy Spirit was saying, mm-hmm, I want that. Because if you think God's going to use you and bless you and, and you got all these secret sins, you're deceived. Now, he may use you here, but he ain't going to use you here. And I assume you want this blessing, the blessing to be used up here. So I want to pray that God would get in your business, that he would clean up how you talk to your family, clean up with the stuff you eat. Man, some of the stuff you eat is poisoning you. Trust me, it's poisoning you. And so I'm going to pray that you let God into all, every area of your house, your relationships, your attitudes, that you would see a blessing on your life. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you so much for your goodness. And Lord, I just declare Holy Spirit presence in every home in that after I pray this prayer, the people would look at each other and give each other a biblical, honorable name. Brother, sister, neighbor, anointed, called, forgiven, loved, powerful, patient, kind. That they would refer to each other in a way that is consistent with how you see them. And I also pray that then they, would say, then they would give you voluntarily access to every area of the house. And as they walk around the house, they would see it with your eyes and ask you, Lord, how do I honor you in this room? How do I honor you with this room? How do I honor you with my closet, my refrigerator, my bank, my bedroom, my living room, my yard? And I pray they would get everything in order so we can truly be kingdom builders in San Diego. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer, here's what you did. You said, Lord, have your way. So I'm going to walk through here, and it's symbolic of you giving God freedom in your house. Let God clean up your house, and I really want to know what he's done. Some of y'all are going to just jump up and cut you. You know, clean your yard because your yard is jacked up. Your garage is a mess. And let me tell you something. If you do that, it's spiritual. You are going to have a spiritual experience. But as I walk through this door, we're going to show you a video. Because the video is going to show you what God is calling us as a church to do that we want you to be part of. Not only part of giving financially, we want you to be part of when you come with us. We, want, we, we need thousands of volunteers for all the stuff we do. And the more volunteers we have, the more people we can bless. And trust me, you may say, well, you don't know my need. Trust me. 
you bless somebody else, God is going to be faithful to bless you. Trust me. That's how it works. So give God all access to your house, every area of your house. Check out this video. 2020 has been a trip. What a year. But God, God has been faithful in our lives and he's been faithful to the Rock Church. Because of the generosity of this church, we are ready to continue loving and serving the people in our community in difficult times. When COVID stopped the world from operating normally, you stepped in. Rock Church mobilized 5,785 volunteers who served nearly 340,000 people directly impacted by COVID-19. Many of you helped repair and assemble more than 312,095 masks that were delivered to frontline workers. And we were honored to have been part of that. The day that we saw the pallets of boxes sitting outside that were completed, it was a great feeling. Working with several community partners, we came alongside struggling restaurants and businesses to help feed and care for frontline healthcare workers and public servants. We also made a commitment to digital evangelism many years ago. So when the pandemic hit and millions of people began looking for hope, we were there to meet the need with the gospel of Jesus Christ online. Through We Pray San Diego, we mobilized communities to pray for San Diego and beyond. I mean, when God's people come together in unity on one thing, which is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, He will show up and shake some things up. Every November, we challenge our church to be all in. We create an opportunity to worship God and praise Him for His goodness through our giving over and above our regular ties. These gifts fund dreams and visions God has given us to take the hope of Christ outside the walls of the church. Toys for Joy is our largest annual outreach. Since it began 23 years ago, Toys for Joy has impacted hundreds of thousands of families. This year, the event has been redesigned as a drive-through distribution. Your special gifts will provide a 30-pound box of groceries for every family, a toy and a surprise goodie bag for every child under the age of 11. And each family will receive a Bible and a gospel presentation and other resources. You don't know what someone needs until you see them. You have people crying because they're so relieved that everything is going to be okay. You have children saying, it's going to be fun, I can't wait. Just everyone is having a great time. Neighbors helping neighbors, community helping community, and that's what it's all about. But God, but God has so much more for us to do. I'm excited about the extraordinary vision He has given The Rock for 2021, to build His kingdom, to expand His kingdom throughout San Diego and beyond for many generations to come. Human trafficking is the second largest underground economy in San Diego, with an estimated 8 to 11,000 victims in the county. Through your generosity, Rock Church will transform a strip club into a freedom center, a resource center for rescue victims of sex trafficking that will provide housing and daily access to the assistance they need. We'll be able to serve 100 to 150 women each year and increase San Diego's bed count by 20%. We want to establish a Rock Dream Center to expand our distribution of food, clothing, and essential items for struggling individuals and families. One in every seven adults and one in every five children are food insecure, and your giving will help provide the necessary items to those in need. Through your generosity, Rock Church plans to create a digital platform with 24-hour on-demand content that will equip, educate, and inspire Rock family and others. This will include gospel presentations, Rock Your City TV programming, training and educational courses, 
conferences and Sunday service. God continues to prompt us to launch new locations locally and nationally to develop pastors and leaders to lead those communities. As you know, we've been in search for a permanent location of our church family in South Bay, somewhere to hold Sunday services and provide ministry and service to the community seven days a week. We're excited to share that right now we're pursuing a building in Chula Vista, and we look forward to gathering there in 2021 by the grace of God through your generous giving. I wanna thank all of you who have already been all in for many years and part of this church family. I wanna encourage all of you to seek God and take the next step of faith in your giving and your generosity. The need in our communities is more than ever before, and God wants to use us to make an impact. When you walk in faith, pay attention to how He blesses you more than you can ever ask or imagine. Text ALL IN to 52525 to receive more information or to make your offering. I can't wait to see how God is going to use each every single one of you to impact the world and our city. God bless you. That was an awesome video, and it's only the tip of the iceberg with all the stuff that happens here, but those are the big rocks. We want to move, and we need people, we need resources, we need fuel. Next week is our special offering that we want you to be praying about, being part of our goal is $3 million. But if you feel like, look, I'm ready to give now, you can just text ALL IN to 52525. You can give right now. Uh, we will take your money. And if you want to say, look, I, I want to give resources, I, I, have, op I have connections. Text KB to 52525, KB for Kingdom Builder, to 52525. There is no limit to what we can do if we lock arms. So um, I'm going to pray for you and pray that God will move in your heart. And thank you in advance for your generosity. Remember, next week's our big offering. So hopefully you're praying about with your family, what you want to give self-sacrificially. And, and God is going to bless you. He'll speak to you. Lord, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your goodness. And pray you bless this offering in Jesus' name. Amen.